0: How's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys know is this is Kevin from the Card Progression podcast. And after three years, another day dawns returns to the podcast. Yeah, we have Tyler on the podcast talking about their tour with Memphis A Fire and Atreyu, an alcoholic slushy in Las Vegas, the brand new album, Finding Peace Through All the Noise, the Making of It, the Different creation behind it compared to some of their other music. And on top of it, they give you not three, but four bands to check out. One of them has been on the podcast. So want to get ready for the new album from Another Day Dawns? This is where you do it. Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. This band has not been on the podcast in like three years. It was 2020. I didn't even have 100 episodes at that point yet. The last time this band came on... Since then, they have gone on a meteoric rise, opening for bands like Breaking Benjamin, Bush, Seven Dust, you name it, they've done it. Currently on tour, supporting Memphis Mayfire and Atreyu, and have a brand new album called Finding Peace Through All the Noise coming out on October 6th. So you want to get ready for it? You want to know more about it? Let's talk about it. So please welcome Tyler from the band Another Day Dawn to the podcast. So Tyler, I'm pretty sure is the second time I've had you on, so welcome back, my friend.
1: Hello, oh, thank you so much, Bob. Uh- of course, yeah.
0: Yeah, it literally cut out right at the wrong moment. I'm
1: sorry, you did cut out a little bit there.
0: But we're all good. We're all back <laughs> sure already. So I know like you guys are it. currently on the road. I mean, literally on the road, supporting Memphis Bay Fire and Atreyu. I mean, you guys have been on the road for a little bit now. How has the tour been going so far?
1: Oh, it's been amazing. It's been one of the most, like, fun tours, for sure. Like, getting along with absolutely everyone, like, the dudes in Catch Your Breath, we've been getting super close with them. They're sweet as hell. They're awesome. Um, and the shows have been pretty fun. Like, little ups and downs, but, like, for the most part, like, they're enthusiastic crowds. And, like, I assure it was, like, one of the early fans for me that got me into metal. So, like, going out a couple nights, getting in the pit for their set, that's been really fun.
0: You've been going out in the middle of the pit and I haven't been a part of one of those shows yet. And of course the day you're coming to my hometown, I'm not even going to be there. So damn it, but I'll get to see you at lower than life. But then still, that sounds incredible getting to know the guys and catch your breath. I've had them on the podcast before great guys, great personalities, but I mean, just being able to be on a tour with meps, to fire and a tray, you it's gotta be like a dream come true at this point.
1: Yeah, no, it's been really fun. And like, I know we all have, like, pretty different musical backgrounds, but, like, I was one of those kids, like, 2010 and 2014 era of, like, metalcore where there were, like, 20 band bills, and, like, it was always just wild and just a really fun, like, all-day thing. So, like, they were big bands for me, like, from back then. And, yeah, we've been in to a lot of new markets on this tour, too. Like, we haven't made it to the West Coast a lot. Um, A lot of new places like Albuquerque. Um, Some new places in Texas. We went to Vegas for the first time we played there.
0: Say so hopefully no crazy, you know, Vegas stories that involves you like getting like left behind or something like that and like you know miss the bus or something. I've heard stories like that happen before. So as long as you know you're staying somewhat responsible, make sure you get to the next show on time after Vegas, that's what matters, right?
1: Yeah, we did. We did. Um we didn't do like anything too crazy in Vegas. Um The best thing for me was we woke up the day after the show, Jerome and I wanted to go walk around and we were just looking for like some kind of cheapish breakfast and we found a Taco Bell and I was like, oh my God, there's alcohol at this Taco Bell. So I had like an alcoholic Baja Blast slushie for breakfast and then we walked around for a bit and we had to leave in a couple hours. So that was that.
0: All right, I got to go back to Vegas and get myself a Baja Blast alcoholic slushy. That just sounds fantastic to be walking down the strip just everyone's got their big giant drinks. It's like what do you got? Baja Blast slushy. How alcoholic is it? Quite. Quite.
1: Yeah, it was it wasn't a smart idea. I didn't realize how hot it is there. Like it and like I said that was my breakfast too. So you know, after having that and then having to walk, like, 20 minutes back in 107-degree weather was something.
0: <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's, you know, I know you guys are from Pennsylvania. I'm from Wisconsin myself. So, when it comes to it gets warm here, it's like the humidity will hit where it's, oh, no, it's the humidity that gets you. Even when it's triple digits out, 107 still hot as all hell, especially when you have a bunch of sand and concrete all around with no shade.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it was... It was rough. I was tempted to Uber, but we you know. It was still like a cool experience. I I of course like wanted to, but you know, like like I said, we had to leave like a couple hours into that day to get down to the next venue. So But it was still pretty fun.
0: So you couldn't go too crazy, you couldn't bet the entire band's fortune on black like seventeen or eighteen, whichever number it is, to try, you know times 36, your winnings, but then all of a sudden lose everything. You didn't get that chance. so That's a good sign.
1: <laughs> no, we, we did like just a little bit of blackjack and that was none of us did. None of us made anything. We all <laughs> lost what we played. And that was that. <laughs>
0: I've heard, I've heard stories of bands losing a lot on trips to Vegas. And even I know people that have done the same thing too. I was always told, you know, have money set aside, go to Vegas and only spend that. And once it's done, don't do anything more because you already set aside because then you're going to start going to the machines, start going to the ATMs. You're going to rack up your credit card bill. Your bank statements are going to be all out of whack. And next thing you know, um, you're going to be trying to sell your car because you want to try and win it all in the slot machine again.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, we're not uh, that kind of. We're pretty chill dudes. I mean, like, you know, we'll drink, but.
0: But still have fun with it. That's the most important thing. And so you guys are having a great time on tour. Again, you said you've been listening to these bands since you're like, you know, 2010, 2014. got like that rise core era where all those bands around the bill. People jump in the pit for Memphis, Fire, and Trey. You have a blast a couple of shows out of there. And, I, I mean, I'm just taking a look at it because I still remember the first time I interviewed you guys. Uh, you guys were just, like, just starting to break out of that, like, northern, northeastern Pennsylvania scene, starting to get on Octane. But then seeing you guys play with bands like Breaking Benjamin, like actually seeing you play live with 7Dust. And now this tour and continue to see the growth, it's been something that's pretty stellar to watch, man, I got to tell you.
1: Dude, thank you. I mean, one thing I've really liked is the different kind of groups we can play with because you know Breaking Benjamin and Bush for like you know they've been like touring arenas for a long time now and they have like a they have a really diverse fan group too like all ages and then like you know now we're out with Memphis and Atrey who catch your breath it's been much younger crowds too and like we have the different kinds of songs and like interchangeable set lists to make both of those tours work.
0: And it's that sort of ability that you guys have as a band that's really promoting a lot of this and giving you that ability, because when it comes to that breaking Benjamin Bush crowd, you got more of that alternative and that alt metal feel and a much grander feel as well. And like you said, older demographic, so when you have that all put together, you're going to have to cater to that if you really want to succeed, especially when you have the opening slot. Memphis May Fire and You, yeah, younger crowd, you're going to have a little bit more of a heavier style to work with. So you can pull out some of the heavier stuff. You can be a little bit more crazy, be a little bit more manic and really bring the crowd into it. Then the couple of shows you guys did with Seven Dust, it's, I mean, it's Seven Dust. You know, those shows are going to be absolutely crazy. So all you have to do is just as the opener, XN, remember you guys where it was, get everyone ready, get everyone ready to go. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be the rest of the show. You're going to give us that runway to go. I remember it was Il Nino, then Nonpoint, then Seven Dust. You guys led us right into that perfectly by the time Il Nino went on. I remember I was itching. I'm like, I'm still ready to go. That was a great warm-up. Let's get going. And then the show just went off without a hitch. It was fantastic.
1: Dude, thank you. That was such a good lineup. Those were all fun, though. And I love always, like, playing with bands that – you know have energetic crowds i like getting people warmed up for them and like because i've been to lots of shows where like you know there's a lot of openers on the bill and like no one really gets into it and then you know by the time the headliner comes on like no one's really even too warmed up so the, it does feel like accomplishing to warm up the crowd successfully
0: <laughs> Well, as an accomplishment to that, too, one thing it also does from the mind of fans that have never heard you before, it's something where when they look back at the show and they remember it, they remember the emotional drive, the energy that end up coming through that. And then they're going to go through the whole entire bill because there's going to be a band that they saw on that bill. There's going to be one that drew them there, but there's going to be every other one where it's like, I want to check out what they got. I want to check out what they got. I want to check what else they have because of how much fun I had. It's something that brings that connectivity to it. Plus, seeing all the different bands you've been able to open for and tour with, it just shows, again, that you guys have that connectability with so many different fans and the sound to be able to make that happen show after show after show and then tour package after tour package when it could be something that is completely different. Who knows? The next one you might get, they might throw you on one with Disturbed or something. And you guys will be able to and ready to go forward with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be a sick one. I mean, we're open to a lot of tours, too. We just want to, like, keep staying out as much as we can. And I mean, honestly, like, we there's a lot of songs that, like, I'd love to break out on the tours, too. And like once the album comes out, it'll open even newer doors. And like, So, you know, get that these crowds specifically would like, we've been playing so much off the new album that we're like, really can't, like if we add any more, we're just going to be playing new stuff. We can't do that. So I just want the album to be out already for them.
0: Yeah. So instead of playing, you know, your whole entire set with the new album and having like half of it be things that people haven't heard yet, you want to make sure everyone's had a chance to hear it already. So when they come to the show, it's one. People have had a chance to hear it. They can get behind it. They can start moving and grooving with it and really show everyone else that doesn't know it how to get behind it. Secondly, you want to make sure it's out there so that when people are able to listen to it live and they say, hey, I want to know what that song is, go to setlist.fm and they see the song. They're going to want to listen to it right then and there. And if it's available and out there for them, boom, you're already able to hit on that. They're not going to have to wait a week or so. And then at that point, they might forget about it because humans in 2023 our attention spans are less than you know that of a of a rat trying to get cheese
1: oh my god yeah i'm a great example of that
0: so don't put any rats with cheese near tyler so that his attention span doesn't get beaten up by that
1: if there's any cheese around me that will take my attention also
0: oh shoot well then when you guys come through to wisconsin if you're coming uh if you're coming up from illinois when you're doing it and you pass the Mars cheese castle, you might want to pull over and just go nuts.
1: No, I got to get my cheese curds. Sometimes I make these guys a little mad. I get these um, garlic cheese curds whenever they're available. Apparently, they're very stinky when I open them in the van, but they're so good.
0: How can they go against garlic cheese curds? Those sound amazing right now.
1: Yeah, now I really i am
0: hungry now dude you got like a couple of days to wait man you're almost there
1: we're getting there yeah yeah
0: so I'm expecting when I get to like and I see you guys at lower than life I'm expecting you to come out and all of a sudden it's gonna get a whiff of what's that garlic cheese oh I know what Tyler did hey yeah, I'm gonna stock up <laughs> you throw better
1: some you. throw some cheese curds out to the
0: crowd oh if, if you don't I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be a little mad about that because I want to catch some cheese curds flying during a show who wouldn't want that especially you know if you guys are going to do it in wisconsin i mean you might see a massive brawl in the middle of the floor because free cheese i i I would
1: (laughs) hope i can reach that barricades fire but i'll give it a
0: hey man give it a shot hope for the best i mean it, it would be one hell of a story to tell and one hell of a piece of content to get all of a sudden we threw cheese into the crowd and this is what happened. You never know might work.
1: That could be my thing. I'll just put <laughs> I'll put various foods in my pocket. I'll switch it up every night. Some nights I'll just like pull some spaghetti out of my pocket, throw it into the ground. There you go.
0: Hey, you know it's, you just have it in plastic bags and then all of a sudden just go up and people ask him what your spaghetti policy is looking as much like Charlie Kelly as you possibly can. <laughs> i love that shoot we might have up get a whole entire new thing for another day honest, but i do want to jump a little bit more of course you got the new album finding peace through all the noise coming out on october 6th and i'm really curious because i listened through the whole entire album and i want to know especially what was the, when you guys were writing it what was your whole entire mindset around writing this album the inspiration behind it what were you guys really listening to to get you into the groove to create this new album for yourselves
1: There was so much that went into this. Because, I mean, like, really, it, like, started with Look at You when the pandemic hit. And then at that point, like, when all we had to do was, like, write, we couldn't go out and play. We just explored so much territory. And, you know, in that time also, like, we got signed. And by then, we just had so many different kind of styles going on. Um that that the label got involved and just kinda of told us like we need some cohesion and they helped us like put things together. We started writing even more. Like we never really fully stopped, um tried it ourselves on just writing our own music for the most part and then So we were, like, a little, at first, apprehensive when the label suggested co-writers, but, um, you know, so we just found him, and we clicked with him immediately, and we just kind of kept our team small with him and our producer, Steve Sobchak, who helps us with some of the writing, Um, and he's awesome, too. He's also worked with Motionless, and he's produced um, for the last two Ice Night Kills Records. And so with those two also, that's just the team we formed over the course of that time and we were really happy with. And then once it came time to the studio, we went back multiple times and then we were still like, you know, cutting things off the chopping block and so it just feels like we wrote so many songs and then really had to cut it all down to these 11 or 12, 11 or 12. I'm sorry. I don't remember. 10, <laughs> 10, oops, 10 tracks. <laughs> um, but yeah. So there, there's really like a lot of different combinations. Like, you know, when we came out with Bitter Um, that was the song we really all just like got together another one that came from mostly just jamming together Um, and then like, you know, Hesitate the one that we just um, released then got picked up by Octane that's one that um, we worked on with Tom and I like having a really good mix and just always constantly be writing and working towards something. So it's it's hard to sum up, like, one specific thing this album's about, when it just took so much time, and we took all these different routes, and like, you know, from one song to the next, it's like we went about creating it in a completely different way. So, but then, you know, being in the studio, and then working with Steve is when it kind of came down to making changes to make it all more cohesive and make a lot of the like, last minute and more mixing changes too. Um, and yeah, so we've, we've wrapped that up a while ago now and I'm just ready for that to finally come out.
0: Oh, I don't blame you being ready for the album come out. One thing, though, when you were talking right at the beginning of it, it kind of cut out for a little bit of a second just because of the connection. And I missed the name of your co-writer. So who was the guy that you were writing with on this?
1: Oh, um, uh, Tom Hayne, He uh, drummed with in this moment for many years. He's written a lot for a Motionless and many other bands. He's He's the best. We clicked with him a lot.
0: All right. I just want to make sure I got the the name out there. I got the name right because I want to make sure that people listening that credit goes to where credit is due. And I mean, when it comes to just all the stuff you guys put into this album, all these songs you worked on for so long where it's like, okay, this came from this place. This came from this place. You know, the title just kind of makes sense in that realm. Finding peace through all the noise. Everything you guys have gone through over the past couple of years. Of course, we all gone through with the pandemic, everything else in life. There's so much noise that when you're trying to find peace through it all. It's not going to be one singular avenue that you're going to find it down. Plus, when it comes to sound as well, if you have the same sound in the album over and over and over again, it's you're just driving in the same lane straight, and there's really no differentiating between there. This one, it allows you to be a little bit more expansive, creative, show exactly who you guys are as a band even more so, show more of that creativity, and let people get more into the band and connect with their own self as well through the songs and through the themes of each song at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree with all that. Um, And, like, one thing I like is, you know, like I said a lot, we all come from, like, very different backgrounds. And it's not really, like, you know, the songs all the time completely mash up on that. Like, you know, some songs more the metal influence, like, takes the foreground and, and some, like, the more grungy sound takes, like, the lead. There are also, like, a lot of songs that I think even blend, like, you know, the metal and a lot of melodic elements really well, too. And I did, I, I really am ready for it to come out. I think it's unique and that people will connect with it. They already are when we're playing them. Um, all of the songs that, like, people come to merch at these shows and, like, ask about are the ones that aren't released yet. And I love that.
0: That's how you know you're connecting with the fans and you're really getting something that's going to be well-versed and well-backed be, you know, backed when fans are coming up to you and they're talking about the songs that haven't been released yet. Two of the things that I was thinking about when you're talking about blending those melodic elements, some of those heavier metal elements, and just seeing where everything can come together... Personally, I thought your song Pain was the one that did it best just because they had a little more of this like melodic, kind of like creepier, a little bit of an intro in there. Kind of had a little bit of like a motionless and white flavor to it. Now, you know, working with Tom, that kind of makes sense a little bit more. But what I really loved about it was every bit that you put in there, everything sounded so well balanced, especially when the verses kind of had this build up feel toward them. And then that chorus really worked in much more of this grander hard rock kind of alt metal fashion that I've been used to, but it was the way that they also commented with that electronic addition that you heard in the intro, just how it really amplified everything from the vocals to the rest of the instrumentation throughout the chorus. And it made it sound so much more outstanding than if you just remove that subtle little piece of that electronic back it, the way you guys produced that and the way you guys ran with that, I thought it made it the best song on the record. The other thing that I think is really going to be a huge help when people to this album, especially as, you know, Octane might pick up another song or two was every single song from the intro, the first 10, 15 seconds of it right away, everything was different, unique. And I'm like, I am into this every step of the way I was invested in every single song within 15 seconds. That's on an album that has an intro and then 10 full songs. That ain't easy to do.
1: Dude. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, huh? Yeah, the, to go back to um, the mixing, too, um, we got to give a lot of that credit, too, to Jeff Dune. I want to make sure we shout him out. Um, we did a lot of bouncing back ideas with him. And I like how you brought up, like, how balanced the electronic sounds are, too, because the one thing we still, like, always will absolutely do is record with live instruments and, like, you know, we don't use, like, the Kempers for recording or, like, any sample drums or anything that's not obviously, like, in pain, some of the, like, bass pads and stuff like that. Um And a, a lot of that mixing actually um was just from Tom's uh demo mix on that. So, like, he has production credits just because, like, his demos sound so good that we just... Used a lot from that too, a lot of those electronic elements. And yeah, I'm really glad we brought that together well because I think it makes the dynamics of the chorus and especially the last one like hit so well. Our, our producer, Steve, that was his favorite track for sure. He was so excited when we were recording that one.
0: I, I totally get it. I totally get it. It makes sense. And you know, if the Tom's uh, demos are going to be that good, and you're working with them, why not work with them? Why not use them? If it's going to express everything that you're hoping for in this song and make it sound sound the way that you want it to, go for it. It connects a lot more with the audience when you guys are like, okay, we're working on this, working with someone, and all of a sudden that collaborative effort just amplifies everything you ever wanted that song to be. Because then as an audience, we know that not only is it fe- are you guys feeling it, but someone else who is also working alongside you was feeling it as well. Now your producer's feeling it. Now everyone that's mixing is feeling it. Now, as an audience, we've got this feeling that, you know, like 10, 12 people were already emotionally invested into this track. And now, is it going to hit the audience the same way? Maybe a lot, yes. Maybe some, no. But at the same time, it has a lot more traction to stand behind because of something like that.
1: Yeah, dude, for sure. We all... And that's so important, too, is that we're all always there. And if any of us, like ever feel off about something like it's voiced and we all just genuinely love the music we play and you know that just that general vibe in the studio is really important when everyone's excited like you're getting shit done and you're getting the best out of everyone
0: and then when you get the best ever, when you get that excitement going, it just comes through on the album. And then when people listen to it, they feel it, and they connect with it much stronger than they would if you guys are just like, you know, this is fine. This is good. But if you're not feeling it, then it's like, are, if you're not feeling it, how are we going to feel it? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we're super fortunate that um, Century Media is such a cool label because, you know, at first they threw out like their big roster of you know who we could work with and everything. And, you know, we kind of asked them, like, hey, we've been working with this guy, Steve, and we really like him and would like to keep working with him. And they just immediately were like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Like, sounds good. So they really do give us a lot of, like, creative freedom. and They're really amazing.
0: Well, again, seeing how you guys are growing, seeing you how you guys are connecting with the fans of all across, you know, all across these different genres from seeing more of this alt metal side, See more of this new metal, heavy metal side to metal core as well. I mean, why wouldn't they trust you on something like that? It just makes sense. I know, you know, you're on the road. I don't want to keep you for too long, but I do have two specific questions I want to ask you if you're already for them. Shoot. Sure. One, I went directly to the Other Day Dawn's fan group on Facebook. And from Candace Bartley, she asked, she'd like to know whether you feel your music has changed over time and where you'd like to see it go in the future. So how would you i answer something like that
1: um it's hard to see um since stranger i mean just the general like overall sound of this album and what we've done since then is i don't even know how to explain the different approach like everything recording wise for stranger you know i feel like a lot got dumped down in the studio we were always kind of like chopping things down and simplifying to get a bit more palatable it's less like riffy and expressive through our instruments and more so in the tracks and i think a lot on this album like everything that shines like from us authentically and i think that's one of the biggest differences for this album that i'm happy with
0: that makes sense i can i can kind of hear some of that i can kind of feel some of that all right now i've got one i've started asking this to everybody that i possibly could so i'm going to ask it to you as well so can you give me one or two maybe three bands that are upcoming that you're listening to that you think more people should get behind well of course Another Day Dawn's being one of them, but I need three more outside that if you got three. If you got two, that's fine. If you got one, it's fine. Just trying to get some more music out to more people and help the scene grow that way.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Um, Well, for sure, the dudes in Catch Your Bread, I got to shout them out 1st If you They've never heard of them. They're amazing, and, um, you know, they just announced a really cool tour after this, too. They're always staying busy. uh I'm trying to think of like who could uh, like what level bands. Oh definitely um our friends in Tala love everything they do. Um they're doing their own headlining tour that just kicked off. So that's around you, definitely go check them out. Uh, guys, any any upcoming bands? Crooked Ways. Crooked ways yes we we always have them on our local oh, shows with us Death, A fourth if that's allowed <laughs> yeah, give me a, yeah what
0: was the fourth again I'll allow it
1: um Death Valley dreams they're doing some super cool and unique right now um we just played they actually um at our reading show it was just us and Memphis catch your breath we're at Blue Ridge so um they had them open up the show and they're so fucking cool. Definitely check them out.
0: What we'll do. I know that Catch Your Breath is at Blue Ridge cuz I was also there at that ill-fated festival. <laughs> so, I'm hope- I'm hoping Lar than life is a lot better for everybody. <laughs> we'll put it that way.
1: I hope so too. I think we'll I think we'll have a fun day there.
0: Oh, we will definitely have a fun day. And now I know you're still on the road. So Tyler, as we bring this podcast to the conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guest, which is you in this instance, a chance to say whatever you want to say. Plug run a plug. Promote or promote promote the end of the podcast. So my friend, the floor is yours.
1: Well, thank you. Um so yes, all right. We're out with um Memphis and right now. Um we got about a week left of those shows and we end on louder than life. Um And then we just released Hesitate. It just got picked up on Octane. So stream that or listen to that on whatever you can. Um, And our album, Finding Peace Through the Noise, will be out in later October. We we don't have a 100% determined date yet. Sorry about that. Um, But October...
0: Alrighty, so it's coming out a little bit later in October but it's coming out in October that's what we know yeah. all right sweet now set for this podcast with three things first things first when it comes to another ADONS, because of course you know i know that Memphis entire a, a trade tour is wrapping up a lot of life is coming through so they're going to be going out on tour once again. You know what's going to happen. If they went on tour with those two guys, they went on tour with Bush and Breaking Benjamin. And if they did a couple of shows with Seven Dubs, you know they're not going to be slowing down anytime soon, especially with the new album coming out in October. So be sure to go and follow along with them. Go script to the podcast, which says, find Another Day Dawn's online. Links, labels for all socials, where you can support them, where you can go pre-order the album, pre-save it, all that kind of stuff. Down there for you. Go get some merch as well. Go do it. It's a good idea. Now, step for number two. tell never guess the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise and I know you had this promise. I believe I may have given you this promise three years ago, and I haven't had a chance to make good on it. So it's when I get to see you perform live for the next time. I will find you. Go all Liam Neeson from Taken. Looking for you. Finding you. I will try and do this at Life. I can make it happen. I'll come up. I'll be like, hey, buddy. And first round's on me. If I can find a Baja Blast, alcoholic slushie at than Life, we're doing it.
1: Oh, dude. Hell yeah. I'll be looking for you. Hell yeah, I'll, ha- I'll
0: just find the dude in the crowd probably going crazy in a mosh pit. If you see a backwards Brewer's cap on, it's like, hey, that guy looks familiar. Yeah, it's gonna be me.
1: Oh yeah, dude, get it going.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Now it's time to end this podcast by not saying goodbye. That is way too final, man. Can't not wait to see you guys live again. I'd love to be back on the podcast again in the future. Maybe not after three years because that's a little too long a time, but we'll see what happens. So this is not goodbye, my friend. This is, I'll see you later.
1: For sure, dude. I'll
0: see you soon. Ooh, well, folks, this is my interview with Todd from the band, Another Day Dawns. And now it's time for Kevin's final thoughts. So this final thought is going to come from a little bit of a different place where I'm thinking about Another Day Dawns. I remember seeing them three years ago on the podcast. I got to interview them thanks to a man by the name of Joe Alfano. That guy I've talked about before. Um, unfortunately, he did pass away in August of this year. His loss, we've already talked about it, is a very hard-hitting one, especially for all of us that are in the music community, due to the fact that he supported so many young bands all the time, and I'm like, you know what, we gotta continue to support them as well, so... the Another Day Dawns, I think, was the second band he ever actually brought up to me. The first was Kingdom Collapse, but of course, we had King Collapse on the podcast already at that point. So this was the first band that Joe ever presented to me, and this was one where I'm like, you know what, we're gonna want to check up on them. We're gonna want to check them out as time continues to go on. I've been keeping tabs on these guys, and of course, my music taste is a lot heavier and manic than maybe something that Another Day Dawns is gonna put out, but. I find beauty in some of the stuff that they write. Seeing their connection with fans opening for Breaking Benjamin and Bush. Seeing them literally in, you know, the day before New Year's Eve in 2022, warm up the crowd for Seven Dust. With Il Nino and Nonpoint in support. They were the a great opening up for it. Getting us ready, getting us ready to go. And allowing the rest of the show to go off without a hitch. Now opening for Memphis Fire and Atreyu. Who knows where they're going to go next with the release of this album. Who knows what's going to happen with them next, but... This is why we need to continue to support these up and coming bands and these young bands that are really growing in the scene. Why do we need to continue this? It's for things like this. It's for moments like this when we take a look back and we think, my God, we could have known these guys for so much longer, so much earlier. Why haven't we? This is why we support these bands. It's because they're the next wave of what's going to be big in rock and metal. We want to see that happen. We want to continue to support that. And we're going to keep doing that. And this is the perfect place for you guys to continue to support that too. Will I bring every band of the podcast that I want? Uh, that's impossible. You want to know why that's impossible? Because I'd have to do like 10 episodes a day to bring you every single band I'd ever want. I need a whole team. I need like, I don't know how many people I need to help me out with that. It's I do two a week I'm by myself and that's a lot. But we're going to keep supporting them. We're going to keep this rolling. When it comes to the Ray Dawns, when it comes to finding peace through all the noise, which comes out in October, the other day was October 6th, but they gave me a different date that could be different. It'll be out in October though. So if you want to check out Another Day Dawns, if you want to make sure you following along on social media and pre-save, pre-order the album, get some merch, all that good kind of stuff. Go link to the podcast where it says find Another Day Dawns online. Everything is right there for you. Also make sure you find along with us on the Corporate Russian podcast. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So go follow us on all social media sites. Remember to subscribe, subscribe by hitting the button right down here, if you're on YouTube. We do episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday, clips throughout the week, and a Friday reaction video always for you guys. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit the you know, follow button or subscribe button. Make sure you like the episode by clicking right down here on YouTube or hitting that like you know heart button. Spotify, Apple Podcasts really help us out. I really do appreciate it. Also, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really do appreciate it. And... Enjoy another day dawns when finding peace through all the noise drops in October. So on that note, that's what you guys. think. you for listening to the Court Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I am every single one. i the big, healthy, hearty. See y'all. Yeah.